words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. Well, here we are, the third week in Advent, the week of joy. Um, are we all joyful this season? It, it's, 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 it can be stressful. It can be stressful, but certainly it can be joyful. Um, before we get too far, I just want to remind everybody that there is a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is about things that happen to you. Joy, you will often hear, is a decision that you make. You can decide to be joyful even when things are going poorly around you. Easier said than done, certainly. But again, I think it is a decision that we get to make. As we've been talking through this Advent season about the reason why Jesus came, um, I, was, I was looking through the list of the reasons, and I think I came across the one that most exhibits joy. Um, in our scripture passage today, it might not sound like that leading up to it, but it will get there. This is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of the stranger. This figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand those things. They did not understand what those things were, which we, he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them again, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it in full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who is not the owner of the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep. 
Now we may take this one particular verse sometimes kind of out of context. Jesus said that he came that they might have life and have it in abundance. Or in, in full, as I had put on the uh, printed in the bulletin. To have life in full. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, Bibles translate it as abundance. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who will look at this passage and they'll see the word abundance and they'll focus on the abundance. We have this thing going around these days called the prosperity gospel, where people will tell you that God wants you to be rich. Abundance. Jesus came so that you would have abundance. Well, that's not quite the case. There are a lot of very faithful people with strong faith, strong belief. You know, they're just not rich. We're missing out on the term life. We are to have life in abundance. Now, we can take this back all the way to the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve committed the first sin, they had been told that if they ate the fruit, that they would die. That they would die that day. And we know that they didn't die that day. But let's think about that idea of that death. It was really kind of a metaphor for being apart from God. It was kind of a, uh, an image. And, and we turn around now and we look at this life in abundance. Thank you, Robin. We have now life. This life is a returning to the presence of God. And a returning to the presence of God, not just, not just, not just on Sunday morning when we're in church, but we have an opportunity to be in God's presence in abundance. I think this is the life we're talking about. And certainly, being in God's presence can bring us joy. It can bring us happiness too. Because like I say, that's a thing that happens. But there's something more to it. There is something more to the joy. It kind of comes from inside us ourselves. I think it's a, it's a thing that the Holy Spirit can help us with. And again, it's a thing that we have. This is one of those fruits of the Spirit that we all have it. But are we cultivating it? Are we helping it to grow? Are we practicing it? Because it, it takes practice to be joyful. And let's face it, there are some people that, well, they don't like to practice. Let's use that image we all have in our head of that person that we know who can just make the room shine bright 
by leaving. They need to practice. They need to practice the joy. One of the things I've really been liking about working in the jails, it's, well, I, I don't like the fact that it's a, it's a dark and kind of stinky place. But every once in a while I come across someone, one of the, one of the residents of the jail who has this joy. I don't think there's anybody in there that really has a, a particular reason to be happy. But every once in a while, I'll find someone who has joy. You can see it in their face. You can hear it in their voice. Again, I hope we all know somebody who's got this joy, that no matter what the circumstance is, they seem to be bright and smiling. They're, they have this abundant life. They have this life in full. You can just see it on their face. You can hear it in their voice. I'm reminded of a associate pastor at one of the churches I grew up in. Um, I can't, oh, I wish I could remember her name. She had Bell's palsy. And as a result of that, she could not smile. Her face was just frozen in a frown. And just looking at her, you would not expect joy, but you could hear it in her voice. You could see it in the things that she did, even though you couldn't see it on her face. You could hear it in her voice, not just in the, the sound of her voice, but in the words that she said, because it was just so clear that she loved God so much. It just surrounded her, despite circumstances. We're often reminded to be joyful at this time of year. And we need to be reminded of it, don't we? Because, like I say, it's, it's dark outside. The sun goes down early. The night is dark. You've seen the news. The whole world is dark. And we need to be reminded of that joy. We've talked about the light that comes from within us and that light that's the Holy Spirit, that's Jesus Christ that shines out of us. I heard a really wonderful analogy around this the other day. Somebody, somebody said to me, we need to remember we are the tools with which
which God builds heaven. We are the lamp through which his light shines. We're not the builders. We're not the light. But our joy comes from being used, doesn't it? Our joy comes from the things we bear witness to. Our joy comes from God and just comes through us. It doesn't make sense, and it's hard to explain. But I hope you can feel it a little bit. I, I this, this past week, have just been feeling so much extra joy. Because over, over this past week, I have decided, I have made a decision for, for me, to spend more time in prayer. To spend more time in God's presence. And I, I feel more joyful. You said something about it the other day. Robin noticed it. She sees me every day. Some days more than others. But she noticed. Just that extra time. A little extra time in the presence of God and, and I'm feeling more joy. Passing pleasantries with my co-workers at the jail. Someone said to me, how was your weekend last weekend? And I said, it was great. How was yours? And they were like, well, whatever you're doing, keep it up. A lot of times people will ask you, how are you doing? That's me normally. That's me normally. I hope I'm done with that. I keep up my discipline. I keep up my prayer. And hopefully I can keep up this joy. Because it feels good to be joyful. And I, I don't think it's just the season. But it's a thing we need to hang on to. Because the season's going to end. But we are always meant to have life to the full. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. This service is over. Your service may now begin. As we go from this place, let us go with joy overflowing, with life to the full.
Have a great week. Amen.